Just a quick note, our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to use English in its most natural form. So a few bad words might slip through the net every now and then. This episode contains adult language. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Hello, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod. Hello, my name's Tim. Hi, my name's Katie. And we're talking about friendship friendship oh isn't that nice um i was inspired uh to create this episode by something that's going on in my flat at the moment we have recently acquired a new cat acquired a new cat yeah because we didn't buy it you adopted a new cat we adopted a new cat and we already had a cat before and me and my girlfriend have been trying to um encourage the cats to make friends mm-hmm. and how it, do you do that um it's actually quite complicated um we googled it yeah. and you have to do uh very specific things for example you have to get there so imagine you've got a cat in your flat and you want to introduce another cat yeah so you go and get the other cat and you bring it in a, in a carrying box okay then you need to I leave the cat in its box outside the door of the house and then take like uh, a blanket or something that the new cat has been sitting on. So it's that smells of the new cat. Then you have to give it to the cat that's already living in the house. Maybe you should give the cat's name so it's not so confusing. Okay. What's the cat that, what the cat that you already have is? The cat I already have is called Lizzie. Okay, Lizzie. Yeah. And the new cat is... And the new cat's called Vicky. Vicky. <laughs> they're, they're named after um, in Queens of England. <laughs> My girlfriend shows the name. Okay. Um, well, the new cat's actual name is Khaleesi, as in from Game of Thrones. But the old cat's called Lisi or Lizzie. So we had to change it. So, so Lizzie, you gave Lizzie your old cat... The blanket. Uh, the blanket of the new cat so they can, so she can smell it. And the important thing is that they smell each other before they see each other. Okay. And so that they know that there's another cat in the area. Because if they see each other for the first time, then they just go crazy and attack each They'll other. They'll be like a big surprise. And mm-hmm. cats don't like being surprised. Cats hate surprises. Um, so we had to do that. And then, so then we took the cat, Vicky, the new cat in and put her in like one of the small bedroom shut her in the bedroom with food and uh, uh water and uh, a box of sand to go to the toilet and then we're slowly like every day opening the door letting her come out letting the cats see each other and they're not really making friends yet well but... cat, I think cats are kind of a complicated species mm-hmm. then i think dogs are as well there's lots of dogs you know when you see two dogs that are walking and they're really, they really want to like, they like be pulling on their leads yeah. and be really wanting to speak to each other and then they'll have a good bum sniff. But then they always end up like barking and growling at each other. I don't yeah. think, animals are just not really uh, friendly. Well, I think you just, there are certain things you have to do to get them to adapt to each other. Especially cats are very territorial. Yes. So my, my our original cat, Lucy, is like, this is my space. Yeah. No one's coming in here. 
And she hasn't seen another cat since she was a kitten. So me and my girlfriend were saying, well, maybe she doesn't even know she's a cat until she sees another cat. She's like, like, what? Hang on a minute. Exactly. (laughs) So does she even know she's a cat? It's very existential. Yeah. Um, So, um, yeah. So the the process is ongoing. Okay. They're still hissing each other. (laughs) A lot. Thanks for the impression. Yeah. And growling and, and so... But step by step, they're getting there. Um, some, I, we, we asked some advice from a couple of friends who'd done the same thing. They had a cat called Batman. It's a good name for a cat. And they decided to buy a new cat. Um, and when they brought the second cat in, Batman started going, No! No! <laughs> no! 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 Um, yeah, so Cats he, are weird. He showed how he felt about the, the new cat. But now they're best of friends and they like sleep curled up oh, they together. Do. Oh, they do. That's what, that's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Exactly. That's why people have cats, just to take pictures of them curled up together. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> but yeah, uh, I will keep you posted on how this friendship okay. develops. Um, excited about it. What about you, Katie? Well, uh, if we're talking about making friends, how, how, if, if cats make friends... <laughs> by sniffing each other mm-hmm. how do how do people make friends mm, i don't know well in some ways it's similar because quite often you make friends you with people give them a good sniff so you know there's another person around yeah but in the way that these cats are being forced to make friends because they're living together mm. so quite often friends that we make like best friends are people that we go to school with yeah. people that we live with maybe at university yeah. things yeah, like yeah. that thrown together you're thrown together in a situation and you become friends it's not like you choose oh i'm gonna be friends with him i'm gonna be friends with her Mm. it's just circumstance um who would you say is your best friend or a very good friend of yours oh i have lots and lots of best friends and i have lots of good friends i think to say a best friend is uh very difficult (laughs) i've like i've got lots of really amazing friends I don't really want to talk about it <laughs> because I don't want them to feel you don't like think, oh, she's the best one. Yeah, I've just so I've just been on holiday uh, with my friend Laura mm-hmm. in France, and we had a lovely time in France. And she's a very good friend of mine. Okay, um, how did you she's meet? So uh, we worked together. We met here in Barcelona about eight years ago, and um, we worked together in the same school. And I think the first time we started making friends was she went away traveling and then came back here uh for six months later and and a lot of our a lot of the people mutual friends that we'd had sort of left and moved on and um so we kind of um bonded became really good friends over that okay we've done lots of traveling together we've been to mexico together uh walked hadrian's wall together which is in the north of england been to Italy together. We're planning to go together to Albania this summer. Yeah, oh, so wow. We do good. We're kind of you know good friend to go traveling with. Yeah. Why do you think she's a particularly good friend to go traveling with? Um, because we know each other quite well. I think it's quite comfortable silences and mm-hmm. um have similar tastes and similar kind of activity levels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like do, we both like doing things, and but okay. we also like to chill out. And take time for yourself every now and then exactly, as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's important, I think, for a traveling yeah. companion to, yeah. to be able it's to read each important. other, no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Do you have a best friend? I do. It's similar in a way that, well, he's definitely my best friend because I was best man at his wedding and 
he's going to be best man at my wedding when I, I get married him, yeah. next year. I've told him, okay, yeah. Fine. He's not going to be on the podcast. This is, my pro- this is my best man proposal. Exactly. <laughs> Do you want to be my best man? No, he already knows. Um, so I think, well, for a man that's in some way laying down the marker, no. When he's you get married, you say he's my best man at my wedding, I suppose. I guess so. My dad's best man uh, when he got married to my mum was a guy called Ian. And I think after they got married, they really drifted apart Mm -hmm. and didn't see each other for a long time. And then they only reconnected like 25 years later or something. And they're friends again now. Okay. I think think probably my dad's best friend is probably my mum. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's I think nice. they're each other's best friends. That's, that's important. Yeah, it's important as well. But yeah, I think my best man, my my best man, my best friend is Nico. He's we've been friends since school. Um, we actually got to know each other. We used to do lots of hiking mm-hmm. in England, in the part of England where I'm from. There's like a hiking competition on Dartmoor called Ooh. the Ten Tours, and the idea is it's for school kids. And they're in a team of six and they get given a route around the moor, around the like hilly region with 10 specific hills they have to visit in a specific order. And it's like 35 mile long course that you do in a weekend and the weather can be really bad. You have to camp, you have to cook your own food and everything like that. So me and uh, Nico met on the training for that. Um, so hiking every every Sunday, getting up at 7 a.m. and walking for miles in the hills. Rain, come rain, come wind, come shine, come everything. Through thick and thin. Through thick and thin. Um, so we bonded just like chatting about music and things like that while we were walking. He actually had quite a different taste in music to me back then. He talked about music. I talked about video games. I was really big into video games then. Um, and yeah, we just became friends doing that and then after school we moved in together because we're both from little villages and then we moved to the closest city and got a house a shared house together with some friends um that's nice when you're making that transition to go with a friend Mm -hmm. i didn't i was just thrown into a house of 10 people i'd never met before Mm. and i that's where i met my um other bestie katie who you know was two katie's yeah and yeah, we're still really good mates this day. Yeah. You're thrown together in a house. But it would be exactly. really nice to go with a friend as well. Mm-hmm. But that was before we went to uni. That was like the year before we went to uni. Oh, did you take a year out? Yeah. And then I went to uni and was thrown into a flat with oh, okay. uh, four other guys, two of which are now like, you know, really, really good friends or could all, almost say best friends. Well, John, who we've also interviewed on the podcast. Mm. No, we're going to interview on the podcast. He's going to. (laughs) We're talking, you'll hear that conversation in a bit. Yeah. So, like I said, we're thrown together and then you live together. um, And that's how you become friends with people quite often. Either from school, university, things like that. Um, What do you think um, makes a good friend? um, I think... For me, it's someone you can be yourself with all the time. So you don't have to have any pretense. You can just be as stupid and silly as you want to be. Um, very relaxed with them. Um, someone who makes you laugh. It's a big thing for me, having similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And someone who supports you, obviously, if you've got a problem, you can go stands to. Stands up for you. Stands up for you as well. Supports you in different situations. Definitely. You Would you add anything else? Um... 
Yeah, I mean, there's trust, someone you can mm-hmm. trust. Um, yeah, definitely. Someone who knows when to... Well, someone who can also... Uh, there's a certain element of trust as well in that if, if you say something to someone and they're, they're trying to console you, that they're not just telling you what you want to hear, that they're, they're telling you what you need to hear as well. Yeah. Sometimes people need to kind of mm-hmm. tell you what's what. And then, exactly. you know, that's that's important as well. Like I've been, you know, some some of the most valuable friendships I have are friendships where someone can you tell me the truth. Even if the truth hurts. Even if the truth hurts. And a good, okay. a good friend would do that. Mm-hmm. My friend yeah. and flatmate, Louise, is good at that. She yeah. won't just tell me what I need to hear. She'll tell me. No, the other way around. She won't tell me what I want to hear. She'll tell me what I need to hear. And I really value that. Yeah, that's important. I have lots of good friends. I've mentioned three friends yeah. already. Who else can I mention? They all sound great. <laughs> they are all brilliant. Okay. Well, um, today on the show, we're going to be talking to some more people about their best friends. and also One of which is John. One of which is John, who's one of my best friends. And we'll be giving you some expressions to talk about friendship. And we hope you enjoy the show. B-O-X-B-O-B Hi, John. Hey, hey. Who's your best friend? Uh, my best friend is a guy called Matt. Mm, okay. And um, where did you meet? Uh, we met when we lived together in the first year of university in Bristol. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did you bond over? How did you become friends? Um, we bonded over a mutual appreciation of Radiohead and football, oh, originally, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um also being thrust together to live in close proximity to each other. It's as <laughs> okay. close you make friends, really, don't you? Make friends, yeah. Okay. Um, why would you say he's a good friend? Um, he's a good laugh, I guess. Uh, he's a strange one. For those, <laughs> for those that have met him, yeah. they would know. Um, Tim, our great host here, also knows Matt. Yeah. Um, he takes the piss out of everybody and everything, yeah. and he doesn't take life too seriously, which works for me. That's always good. Um, and he was the best man at your wedding, no? He was the best man at my wedding, yes, and he gave a, a thoroughly embarrassing speech. Did yeah. he? Well, mm-hmm. somewhat. I can't remember. I was hiding behind my stuffed toy. What? <laughs> Long story. <laughs> <laughs> he brought out my childhood toy and my during the best man speech. Can you describe How did the he toy? Get that? I don't. I, I <laughs> guess my mother. I guess my mum gave it to him, and it looks like a little blue bunny, which I inventively called Bunny. Oh, and he took it out to embarrass you. Well, yeah, isn't that the whole point of a best man speech, isn't it? I think you just have to... I mean, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Did, were you embarrassed? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I, I was pretty tired the whole day, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a stressful day on the whole. But, uh, no, I, I think it was in good nature. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was good natured, okay. I think. Great. Well, thanks a lot for that, John. <laughs> Cheers, John. <laughs> Can I now sing Kate Bush? Oh, hi, Alicia. How are you doing? Good. Um, so we're talking to Alicia about friendship. Yes. Um, so, Alicia, tell us uh, how you met your best friend. Okay. So first, I'd like to say that I'm not very much in for this best friend term because it's very unkind to the rest of your friends. Yeah, I agree. She's my best friend, and what about the others? They are my worst friends. (laughs) But I do have a first friend, and this first friend is still my friend. I met her when I was 10 in primary school, 
And before 10, I had only had my mom's like uh, ideal friends, like the daughters of my mom's friends and so on, my mom's appointed friends. And of course, they, they were all girls. And this was also a girl because I went to a girl's school, uh, but I really fell in love with her. I wanted to be her and she wanted to be me anyway. So, <laughs> so she's my best friend and she now lives in Cadiz. She, we, we met when we were children and we've been in touch throughout our lives. And for some time she lived in Barcelona for five or six years and now she lives in Cadiz, so we are quite close. At least we're in the same country. What did you bond over? Uh, studies. Oh, so this is very much about this. Look, because I was a little bit of a nerd girl mm -hmm. who had my mom's appointed friends and all that, and I was the best student in the class, always like, my, my grandmother taught me to read and write before I went to school. Because the thinking was, if I was going to school, I needed to read and write, so they had to teach me at school. So <laughs> I learned before five to read and write. So, so in primary, it was very easy for me. And, and there was this exam, so this exam in, when we were in fourth form. So uh, Maria Silvia, this is her, her name is Silvia. Let's call her Silvia. I call her Maria Silvia. That's a full name, but Silvia. Silvia was trying to cheat in this exam, trying to copy from the girl sitting next to her. And she wouldn't let her. She kind of stuck, uh, you know, this um, uh, this paper we used when we were small. I, I, the name now is it's for drying the ink. Blotting. Blotting, thank you. Okay, so this girl was sticking this in with the folder, with the rings in her folder. She was, so to stop Silvia from copying. So after the exam, I told her, if you sit next to her, she will never let you copy. Sit next to me and I will let you copy. And from then on, we, we became good so from friends. From then on, she selling. copied from you. <laughs> I was selling, I was selling that, you know, I was selling my shoes. Because yes, she, you knew all the answers. Okay, because, well, because I was generous and I was helping her and she was giving me other things. She was giving me adventure, she was giving me lots of things. Wow. Yes, this is my really nice. uh, first friend. This is the way we met, and this is the way we got bonded over. So, thank you very much. Now I think I'm going to my seminar. Okay, yes. thank you very much. Thank you. We're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say. Five ways to say this week, five expressions, or maybe more, five-ish expressions about friendship. The first one is to go through thick and thin together, which means have gone through good times and bad times to make a stronger friendship. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Me and my best friend Nico have gone through thick and thin together. Thick and thin. Through thick and thin. And uh, what else is on the list, Tim? The second one is to be a good laugh. I could say my best friend is a good laugh. Yeah, someone that makes you laugh. Mm -hmm. Someone Funny. that has a good sense of humor. A good laugh. Yeah, so he's a good laugh or she's a good laugh. What's the next one? Um, well, this is something uh, I think all good friends do as well, is they tease or mock each other a little bit. And the expression is to take the piss out of each other. So mm -hmm. um, we take the piss out of each we other sometimes, each normally other. Off, off mic, off mm -hmm. podcast. Sometimes on mic as oh, well. Sometimes though. on mic. <laughs> then you make fun of someone. You make fun of someone, yeah. And also you can, if take the piss can be a bit rude, so an alternative would be to take the mickey like Mickey Mouse, take mm -hmm. the Mickey out of someone. Exactly. Yeah. And all good friends, I think. All some, do that. Some really good friends you can be actually quite horrible to your to your good friends because you're constantly 
and they're making fun of them, taking the piss out of them, saying, Ha-ha, you're an idiot. <laughs> I think it's a sign of a strong friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that you can take the piss out of each well, other. Well, I would hope so. And, yeah. and if it is, you know, you've got to know where the line is. You can't cross the line. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else, Tim? The next one is to drift apart. This one's quite sad. Um, this is when, for example, you don't see a friend for a while. So you could say, me and my friend from school have drifted apart. Yeah. Means, you know, we don't have contact with each other. Maybe our tastes have changed. We live in different places. So that the, the friendship starts to disappear just because there's not no contact. Can you think of any friends who've drifted apart from? Yeah, lots from school. Mm-hmm. Um, and some from, a lot from university. But, you know, they're still there in my heart. Yeah. And I I think in this day and age with the internet, uh, etc., it would be quite easy to get back in touch with them, which yeah. would be the, the opposite of drifting apart, to mm-hmm. get back in touch with someone. Yeah. I think for us living in a different country, obviously, yeah, it's, it's difficult easy, as well. obvious that we're going to drift apart yeah. with some people in the UK. It's all right. They're still there. They're still there. In the back of my mind. Exactly. Space for new people. Um, then we have another word for friend. It's very important if you want to understand British people in particular uh, is the word mate. Mm-hmm. Mate. So mate. it means friend, but it has a million different and lots uses. Lots of different uses. So you can, instead of saying my best friend, you could say he's my best mate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also, if you're trying to get someone's attention in the street... You say, excuse me, mate. Yeah. So to grab someone's attention. Though I, I would say, sir. Excuse me, sir. You're but very polite. I'm there. just too polite. Very posh. Polite. I think mate's a bit friendlier. Yeah. Well, I would just say like, yeah. Do you want to get someone's attention on the metro? Maybe oh, someone's mate. in the way. Excuse oh, me, mate. mate. Excuse me, mate. Do you um, know the way to the... Yeah. And then you've got like um, classmate. As in someone mm-hmm. you're a colleague that you're in class with or workmate. Or housemate, flatmate. Yeah. So people, housemate and flatmate, are people that you live with. Um, roommate would be someone you share a room with. Yeah. And workmate is someone you work with. Exactly. So it has lots of uses. Yeah. Um, there are some slightly different versions. So depending on where you go, if you go to the north of England, they don't tend to say mate. They tend to say. Well, I would say also Scotland. I and Scotland. Pal. They say pal. Pal. Okay. And maybe more American would be the word buddy. Buddy. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Hey, buddy. But I call my sister buddy and I'm not American. Well, you know. We call each other buddy. It's like a nickname. I like it. It's like a special thing you have. Yeah. And the Americans would use it in the same way we use mate. Like just, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm walking here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy. Exactly. That's what they say in New York all the time. No? Um, (laughs) All the time all the time uh the last one is um to stand up for somebody so i could say my best mate always stands up for me yeah so he always if supports someone's me having an argument with you or um maybe maybe talking about you behind your back mm. talking about you when you're not there they might stand up for you exactly so that's a sign of a true friend exactly they defend you they defend support you. you exactly exactly we could say that um they've got my back Oh, that's a good one as well. Mm, You've got my, got my back. back. You stand up for me. Yeah. They back me up. Lots of... <laughs> Lots of them. Three in one there for you. We'll write them all down. We'll, they'll yeah. be somewhere. So those were slightly more than five ways to talk about friendship. Um, see if you can put them into practice in class or on the street. 
this week if you get the chance mm-hmm. if you're in the street if someone so. drops something just say oi mate oi mate oi mate you, you dropped your keys dropped your, dropped your mobile phone yeah so give Try it a go so we're talking to Andy about friendship uh, Andy could you tell us who's your best friend or a close friend mm. yes you have to be careful who you call your best friend. It's very political. Mm, definitely. You don't want to upset anybody. Uh, I'm going to talk about a very good friend. Uh, many years ago, five years ago, I went to Hospital San Pao, um, Pima Liz, the mental health day centre, to offer English classes. What I didn't know is they had previously had English classes with an English teacher. Um, and I thought, ah, so we're not providing anything new. Um, and I met this person, uh, Jose Maria. Uh, what was magnificent about Jose Maria is he spoke Spanish with the same accent as myself, which is anybody who's heard me speak Spanish know I speak with a terrible accent. It is so British. So I thought, ah, Jose Maria. Um, well, Jose Maria had been, um, Jose Maria is a very inspirational person to me and a very close friend. Um, he had been brought up in the United Kingdom uh, with Spanish parents, but his parents chose to speak to him in English. So Spanish is something which he had to learn independently. Um, when he came to Spain to live through, through work, um, he later had mental health problems and after going through the experience as part of his recovery and he wanted to give something back, he decided to give English classes because he spoke English remarkably well and it was something positive to do. So we met through that because he was there to give me advice and support about how to do English classes at PMList and generally. And his advice uh, is always extremely relevant and always very appreciated but in what do we bond over do we bond over english classes no i think we bond over something else he has two teenage children a little older than my own teenage child and he's just much calmer and much much better at dealing with the situation than than I am, and it's uh, it's such a joy to have a friend like that who can support me uh, and give me support you as a dad. Support me as a dad, yes, because I, I I'm not a very good one. Uh, struggling with having a, a he'll be seventeen this uh, this month. Uh, struggling uh, with the whole thing of having an adolescent son and. Uh, as with most things, he's uh, he's a rock of support. Yeah, so a very close friend indeed. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Andy. So we're talking to Sol about friendship. Sol, who's your best friend? Well, my best friend is this beautiful and artistic soul. She's real, and her name is Eva. And she's from Slovakia. Nice. And how did you meet Eva? Uh, well, I met Eva about nine years ago in 
in a thing called the Night of the Museums that happens here in Barcelona. And uh, I met her through a mutual friend, which is basically drunk in front of the Magba Museum. Nice. All night. Did you go into any of the museums? No. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> so you just stayed outside? Drinking. Drinking beer, making friends. Yes, it was fun. Okay, sounds good. And what did you bond over? Well, I actually didn't see her again for like another year or something after I met her. So what happened was I had just broken up with my boyfriend at the time. And she randomly sent me a message asking if I wanted to go for coffee. And I said yes, because I was feeling lonely and horrible. And, oh, and I liked her as well. But I, I, I was so surprised that she actually texted me. But anyways, I, we went and then we got to talking and we just bonded over our hate for men. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, no. It's it's just we we get along really well. And I think we have a very similar sense of humor. And a bit, I mean that maybe that's the only thing we have in common. We're very different, but I think that also makes it so that we don't get bored of each other. Okay. In what ways do you think you're different? Not like we're complete absolutely different. Like she's she's tall and <laughs> statuesque and artistic and creative and she doesn't really like she's impulsive and she doesn't really think too much about things she does she's not crazy but she's you know like the yeah she's a fun person and I'm the complete opposite I'm like very logical and I try to think everything through every time and and somehow it works I don't know it's like we complement each other Mm-hmm. Somehow. So you can give each other good advice in some situations. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And also, she knows the best music as well. Yeah. So she keeps me like, yeah, up to date with. Yeah, up to date with everything that the young ones are doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Sol. Yeah. Thank you. Wasn't that a nice episode, Tim? That was lovely. We <laughs> met so many people and so many friends. So many friends. But I think one thing we have to point out is that best friends are not necessarily the way forward that need to be just looking out for people that look out for each other. Exactly. You don't want someone to label. you can rely on. Like um, one of our interviewees said, you know, if you label one the best friends, someone else is going to feel left out. Exactly. That's exactly the problem I had in the yeah. intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, why can't we all just be friends together, eh? I have lots and lots of friends. You have yeah, lots of friends. I have lots of friends. It's good to have friends. Yes. Thanks for listening. And I hope s- you enjoyed it. And see you for another exciting episode of Two Teas in a Pod coming soon. Chan, chan, chan. Do, 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 do. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast, two teas in a pod. Thanks for listening to today's show. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we'd like to say thanks to our wonderful sound producer, Ben Ward, for all his hard work editing and recording the show. 
um, to Mark Wilding, who made our artwork and branding, to Lisa Marie Court, Bernice Ray, Vicky Malena, and our own Katie Wright for singing the jingles, and obviously the presenters, uh, Katie Wright, the wonderful Katie Wright, and myself. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, uh, leave a comment on the Facebook page or the other social medias and share, 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 share the link. Okay, get it out to as many people as possible. So thanks to all our guests this week and tune in next time.